Hi, friends. Hello, hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry What the Podcast with Ashley Sleek. I'm sorry, what? It's just like I showed up at your front door, bottle of wine in hand with 30 minutes of juicy ass gossip to talk about. Like, who doesn't want to do that? I'm sorry, what? We're just here to talk about all those moments that make you really question what's going on in life. Like, why are you hung up over Brad from Bumble? How did Kylie get pregnant again? And, you know, why are you living at home at the ripe age of 29? (laughs) Or is that just me? I'm sorry, what? Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry with the Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek, and I am um, broadcasting here. It's so funny. Like, I know that's not the term, but, like, I'm so used to being in radio and being, like, broadcasting live from... Hansel Auto Dealerships in Santa Rosa. I'm just kidding. That sounded like such a fake radio voice. I literally sounded like this. Like, oh my God, hi, it's Ashley. Come visit me down here at Hansel Subaru, giving away prizes, broadcasting live. Oh my God. I just love it. I miss that so much. Anyways, I'm coming to you um, pre-recorded in my silky pajamas. Like I'm literally in my leopard print silky pajamas, just living my absolute greatest life. And I bought these to match my pillowcase from my kitsch. I feel like I'm messing it up, which is really bad. I wasn't planning on talking about this, so I obviously didn't have it written down, but I wasn't because I didn't think I was going to be broadcasting from my silky pajamas. But here we are. But anyways, I got a really sweet deal with them. So um, my listeners can get 15 percent off um, anything. They have like these silky pillowcases, which I'm obsessed with. I've actually been eyeing these pillowcases for so long. So when they reached out, I was so pumped. But they're supposed to like be really helpful for your skin and hair, which I need because my skin's ratchet. Um, my sister makes my hair nice, but this was no easy feat. Um, you know, so I'd like to support that with my pillowcase. Uh, so anyways, I'm really excited about them. And they're the people who make the scrunchie. I know you bitches know what I'm talking about. The scrunchie that like dries your hair. Yes. Like they do that too. So you can get, um, you can get 15% off with code Ashley sleek 15. And, um, I'm going to link that in my bio. So you can just go straight to the link from there. It'll be super easy. Uh, I'm super excited about it. I was so pumped. I like love their products. They also have one of those um, heatless hair curler things that I don't know if um, if the rest of you are obsessed with TikTok like me and see it all the time. But it's basically like this foam thing that you put in your hair and then you wrap your hair around it and you like sleep in it and it curls it, which is just I mean, that's a 10 out of 10 for me. I love curling my hair. I think that's my look. I think me with straight hair is whatever. It's just like, it's not, you know, it's like me with straight hair is like, I like, cool. But then I put my curled hair on. You're like, oh shit, not this bitch with curled hair and silky pajamas. I definitely can't hit that combo. That's dangerous right there. Um, anyways, none of this is as important as what I'm about to say right now. Happy Groundhog Day. You know, the unfortunate part about recording this ahead of time is that I don't know what our little groundhog predicted today. So that's going to be a whole other, you know, soiree for me to be excited about. I don't know if you know this about me. Um, I know that I talk a lot about Halloween and obviously that is one of my favorite holidays. I argue that there are two different favorite holidays for me. Like internationally, I think Halloween's kind of accepted. And I guess I should have asked for clarification on this before I said this out loud. But I feel like, you know, uh, Halloween's kind of, you know, everywhere, right? So it's my favorite like overall holiday. But when it comes to the U.S. national holidays, 
or the U.S. celebrated things, there is no holiday I love more than Groundhog's Day. Groundhog's Day is one of my all-time favorite holidays. And I take it very seriously. Now that like I've been working from home the last two years, I like to change my Zoom background to be the groundhog. Uh, my girlfriend, Erin, like literally sent me a present for Groundhog Day. It's like this little children's book. So um, I fully plan on putting that in my Instagram pictures. So hopefully you saw that today in the promo. Um, I just, just the idea that people get so fucking hyped off a of groundhog and they think it's going to predict like this is the kind of Zodiac bullshit I'm into. You know what I mean? Like I and listen, don't get mad at me for calling it bullshit. You know, I love it. I mean, except for the fact that people said I wasn't going to be compatible with um, Scotland based off our Zodiac signs, although it does. It did say if we go back to the episode that Gemini's and Scorpio's can be compatible if there's a lot of communication, which when we first started talking, he was like, communication is very important to me. And I was like, I have a bachelor's of arts in communication studies. So you're welcome. Anyways, uh, so I think we're going to be just fine. But this just I I just fucking love this shit. This is the most American thing, in my opinion. The fact that we would let an animal decide the weather over scientists it's just so American to me and I live for it and I just fucking love Groundhog's Day. It's just it's a 10 out of 10 for me. I can't I can't not love it. And I t I've been loving this holiday, you know, for maybe since like 2014. I think I've always loved it, but I just I really embraced it as my favorite holiday over the last few years. I did not tell Scotland about this yet. Maybe when he calls me later tonight, he'll probably call during the podcast um, <laughs> and I can tell him and see what his reaction was, because Aaron was like, I wonder what people outside of America think about Groundhog's Day. And I was like, what a fun opportunity Oh, no, my hair is not staying in the scrunchie. It was such a sweet look for me in the scrunchie and the pajamas. She's a mess. It's Monday. Oh, the bun's not looking good. You're getting a live look at what it's like for me to get ready. Um, You guys, here's the deal. This is why I'm such a hot mess. Why well, I'm I always am, obviously. Uh, happy Groundhog's Day. Wrap that shit up. Have a drink for me. Doesn't matter. I don't know why there's not a cocktail associated with Groundhog's Day. I feel like that's fucked up and I would like to see somebody do it. Uh, please tag me. I don't have my full bar cart, but someday when I'm back on my own and my bar cart's back in business, I'll definitely whip up a Groundhog's Day cocktail. <laughs> I just love it so much. Anyways, I spent my first like Saturday out in 2022. You guys, I have been locked the fuck up and I was so excited to visit friends. I went wine tasting for the first time in 2022 and it was like my body wasn't even ready for it. She was like not participating. I literally got a glass of rosé from Wente Vineyards in Livermore and it was the Nikki rosé, which I, I didn't know Nikki Wente very well, but we did go to high school together and I always thought she was very nice. So it was nice to try her wine. I thought it was great little I'm sorry what endorsement on that one you know Livermore got to support Livermore but anyways I love that rosé like I fuck with that rosé all day and I got a glass and I couldn't even finish it like I'm sorry what <laughs> who is she we finish our wine here everybody but not me apparently not me so anyways it was it was just a really great day and um I was so happy to be 
out and about and see some friends. And yeah, it was just great. I, I mean, I was definitely like tired by Sunday because I was like, oh, shit, like I, I I was active and then I had to do stuff. Oh, yeah, because remember when I told you guys I signed up to ref lacrosse? So I I had a training on on Sunday morning and man, oh, man, am I nervous. I am so nervous. I was thinking, okay, like obviously I need a side hustle because I've got so much shit going on in 2022. But I was like, oh, I'll do. I played lacrosse for years and I loved it. And, you know, it will put me in shape because I won't run unless someone tells me I have to. So I will have to run up and down the sidelines, you know, and I think the outfit's really cute. I think I can pull it off. I think I would rock that little skirt and visor duo combo with the stripes. Hell yeah. Anyways, um, see what I had forgotten was that I broke a lot of rules when I played lacrosse. So, you know, the thing is when my dad, so I walk out of my room, you know, after my long ass, um, <laughs> my long ass uh, training on Sunday and he's like, did that feel a little, you know, did that, did that get you going over the rules? And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Also, can I just say this? It is a lot of paperwork, it seems, to give somebody a card. So for all these refs who would, like, give me a yellow card and I was like, fucking relax. Like, but actually fucking relax. You really did all that paperwork? All that paperwork? Because some bitch wouldn't have get out of my way and I had to move her? That's not my fault. That's not my fault. I am on a mission to get to the goal. And if she's going to get in my way and she wants to take me on, then that's on her. And if she falls down, sorry. So overall, I think I'm going to be a really shitty ref and I'm nervous about it. But <laughs> I'm more like, you know, I think I got in over my head. I don't know if I just keep forgetting about all the brain damage that I have and my memory being really shitty, but I, I'm I'm super nervous about it. But I already paid all the money to like get started. So now I, I just have to at least make it back. You know what I mean? I just I have to try. I have to try. So we'll see. We'll see how <laughs> we'll see how it goes. <laughs> um. So, you know, what's funny is also my parents are like redoing the backyard here and it's like it looks really nice. Don't get me wrong, but they keep taking away all of my photo spots. It's like they don't care about the influencer life I'm trying to live. You know what I mean? I was like, you're getting rid of the table that I set up my tripod on for my backgrounds. They're like, I know. I just feel like management isn't respecting me. Like some people get a Kris Jenner who would literally like, you know, drop everything for Kim to have a good backyard selfie. And yet I'm over here just getting all my my tables thrown away. She put it outside for free. It's mocking me. <laughs> it does look really nice, though. And obviously, this isn't my house. I don't pay for it. I'm very grateful, blah, 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 whatever. OK, I want to talk about stress real quick because I've been so stressed. And it's funny because I got really sick with Crohn's. And uh, there's like certain ways for me to know when I'm sick. And I'm just going to spare you all the details, although I did have to tell them to Scotland and we have crossed that barrier and it's rough for me. I mean, he's obviously so kind and perfect about it, but I'm like, Whew. but we'll talk about that later. That comes up in his own segment of the podcast at the end. Anywho, anywho, been really sick. And it was funny because I was on the phone with him. I was like, I don't think I'm that stressed out. 
because a lot of times it gets triggered by stress. And I was like, I don't think that's what it is. I don't feel very stressed. And then I was like, <laughs> who? But here's the deal about it. OK, I think the problem is about stress and like feeling the amount of stress I do right now is that I'm stressed over good things and good things that are happening. And so I feel guilty about being stressed. Have you guys ever felt that? It's like it's so dumb because it's like, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm in a lot of weddings this year and I have a lot of friends turning 30 this year. I'm turning 30 this year. And there's just a lot of events and they're all really big things that I'm so fucking excited for. And I'm so honored to be a part of all of them. And I'm especially honored to be a maid of honor twice and and get to do all that planning. And I, and I love it. I love it. But would I be lying if I said I wasn't a little stressed out? Yeah. But the thing is, is I feel like I can't tell people that because then it sounds like I'm ungrateful for the position that I'm in or that I don't want to do it or that I should say no. And it's like, no, no, I, I, I understand there's boundaries and like I should, you know, say no to things and all that stuff. But it just feels like I feel bad about being stressed about something that's so exciting. And then it makes me more stressed because then I get depressed about it. And it's just like it's a cycle. And I just feel like I, I needed to tell myself, like, it's OK. You wouldn't talk to a bride about her wedding when she's stressed and be like, well, at least you're getting married. No, why would you do that? Like if my girl's stressed about her fucking floral bouquet, I'm not going to be like, hmm, well, you know, you should just be happy because you you have a man's and you're getting married. Why would you say that to someone? Why would you say that to someone? That's so fucked up. So it's like, why do I say that to myself? I'm allowed to be stressed out about good things. I'm allowed to say no to things because I'm stressed out. I'm allowed to not do every single event. I'm allowed to do every single event. It's like it's one of those things that, you know, it gets so up in your head like you have to be so grateful for literally everything. And I think gratefulness is such an important quality to have within yourself. But just because something's stressful doesn't mean you're not grateful for it. I mean, I'm so excited about being in, you know, in this, <laughs> I don't know what to call it, with Scotland. And yeah, in the beginning, like it stressed me out because I thought it was going to end because I have anxiety and I'm crazy and it's fun and it's a lot, but it's like, I'm happy and I'm stressed. Like, it's just one of those things. And so, I don't know, I've been beating myself the fuck up about this shit and it's annoying and I just need to fucking stop. So I know that some of my fellow mental health bitches are out here listening to this podcast and I just want you to know, like, it's okay. It's okay to feel stressed about good things. Like, even starting a new job or starting school, all those things are stressful and you're allowed to be stressed even though they're happy. So I asked people on question of the week this week, what they do to handle their stress. Um, got some great answer answers. Scuba diving. Now that would stress me out because I am historically terrified of the ocean. Stand by that. I was stung by a stingray. I am afraid of them. Um, meditation music. That's really nice. I actually started doing, if you are one of the Peloton people, I know, I know. I hate me too. Okay. It sits next to my bed. It mocks me all the time. But like, I love a fucking good Cody Rigsby ride. You know what I mean? Um, but anyways, I started doing the Peloton sleep meditation. It was actually super helpful. For a while, I was doing the Headspace meditation video 
to go to sleep on Netflix. Um, but I think my body got used to that and was like, I know what you're trying to fucking do. Oh, you're trying to get me to sleep, huh? No. Guess what I'm not going to do today. You know what I mean? Um, bullet journaling. I love bullet journaling. I, I need to get back into that. I was doing it really well, I think, in 2019. And it kind of like fell off my radar. And 2019 was a good year for me. So I should have known. Um, even if I don't buy anything, I like to go out to Target or TJ Maxx. Oh, yes. Girl, yes. I love a good home goods trip for me personally. Like for me, home goods is the elite. When I was living in Oregon and I would finally force myself out of bed for my depression hole, home goods was one of the places I frequented. It's just so nice to walk around there. Target is very similar. I love the, I could just literally walk just the, um, tar, like the dollar section and I would be good, you know? Um, a hot bath with lights off, candle, bath bomb. Ooh, in the Calm app or listen to some podcasts. If you're stressed, you should listen to the I'm Sorry What podcast. Listen to me. I just told you not to be fucking like you're good. You don't have to be stressed. Add me to your list. Hopefully I de-stress you. I don't know. Maybe my like sporadic crazy energy stresses you out. So maybe not. But um, also retail therapy. Love that. I literally just have this cart on Shein. And I just keep adding to it and then like removing things. And I'm like, okay, at some point I'm going to get this to a price where I feel good about paying it. Like at some point it's going to work out this way. But it hasn't because I'm trying to save money. But also I love doing Shein hauls on TikTok. So it's just it's a slippery slope. It's a slippery slope. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, so thank you to everyone who answered question of the week this week. Don't forget you can answer every week on my Instagram at Ashley Sleek. This time I even did a double. I took to put on my story and on my feed because I had some cute pictures from last week's photo shoot and I just wanted to share again. I don't know. I was just feeling fucking out of it this morning because I was feeling so guilty about being so stressed about my year. But it's like, yeah, I'm so happy, but it's a lot. And that's that's normal. Um, speaking of things that suck, Jamie Lynn Spears is trash, right? Like we're all on the same page. Like there's no one here who's like, God, I fucking love Jamie Lynn. I'm so glad she wrote a book, right? Because like Britney fucking popped off on her. I want to make sure I still have this picture because I was absolutely rolling when I saw it. Um, so Britney Spears basically <laughs> goes on. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Um, don't mind me. Unprepared. Okay, so she posts on Instagram. She says, national bestseller, duh. The timing of your book was unbelievable, Jamie Lynn, especially knowing that the whole world had no clue what was really done to me. My whole family, including you, saying you didn't know, bullshit. But what these women are saying on here is pretty clear. Oh, sorry, because like she shares a clip from The View, and I can't remember who the other one is, of them being like, why would she like basically taking the side of Britney saying like Jamie should just be a sister first and you know like listen like I fight with my sister no shit but like I'm not out here fucking spewing her shit all over like her drama all over the place like that's not my place and like if Jamie Lynn really fucking cared about Britney she would not be releasing this book right now okay anyway so she says um, I'm just kind of shocked that more people like these real soul sisters aren't telling it like it is. Congrats, bestseller. I'm not surprised at all. The nerve of you to sell a book now and talk shit 
but you're fucking lying, just like you lied about Alexa Nicolas, which, okay, so Alexa was her co-star on Zoe 101, and she came out like a few, I can't remember, I think it was a few years after the show or or whatever, and talked about how she got fucking bullied by Jamie Lynn, and then all of a sudden, in the book, Jamie Lynn says that didn't happen, and Alexis is like, the fuck? So anyways... I wish you would take a lie detector. I wish you would take a lie detector test so all these masses of people see you're lying through your teeth about me. I wish the Almighty Lord would come down and show the whole world that you're lying and making money off me. And this is the best part. You're, you are scum, Jamie Lynn. She did that. She fucking did that. She fucking did that. She called her sister on her shit, which she should, which she should. It's just like, I, I understand Jamie's like, I had to live under Britney's shadow, blah, blah, blah. Listen, take that trauma, little sister trauma, because that shit's real and I get it. Okay. I'm a younger sister. I completely understand feeling like you're in the shadow and all that shit. But you know what's fun? Therapy. Why don't you just go get help first but instead of like writing a book and sharing all this shit? If you supposedly don't need the money, you didn't need Britney's money, then you didn't need this book money. OK, and sure, you have a very interesting story to tell. Like it is interesting to hear what how what it was like to grow up with a sister who was famous and then get pregnant at a young age when you're on Nickelodeon. Like that shit would all be interesting if you weren't a villain, if you weren't a bad guy. If you were not someone who literally betrayed your sister, who helped raise you, supposedly. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, but in happy news, Rihanna and ASAP Rocky are having a baby. So excited about that. It's just nice to see Rihanna in the news. Like, I'd love to hear more from her. But, you know, she's doing good with her, you know, with Fenty Beauty and everything. Like, she's living her life. Now she's having a baby. Like, I'm just happy for her. You know what I mean? I would have liked if she was at Coachella, but I'll live. <laughs> As you know, I kicked off my 2022 by getting COVID. Listen, it was it was an interesting move on my part, but I did it anyways. And one of the best parts was I had to sit there and think about, like, all these things that I had to get done, right? But the one thing I didn't have to worry about was bread. I knew that no matter what, I at least could eat toast because my bread club was coming. And I really recommend, listen, nowadays we're going right back into isolation. You're not going to want to go out to the store. So why would you want to go grocery shopping, sit around the bread area with all these hundreds of people trying to decide what bread to get when you could just get it delivered right to your door. The Keith Justo Bread Club is where it's at. I'm telling you, if you have a New Year's resolution to like be smarter, this is the way to do it, okay? You get, each month you get four different loaves. So you get two baguettes, a sourdough loaf, and then a surprise loaf, which I always think is so fun. And I have such a good time trying to figure out like what recipe I wanna use next. Like it's just the best. So I highly recommend that you get this bread club. You can sign up at kgbreadclub.com. Plus, you are going to get 50% off your first box just by using promo code SLEEK. You can find the whole link in my bio on Instagram at Ashley Sleek. That's kgbreadclub.com or find the link at Ashley Sleek on Instagram. All right. I'm going to disappoint everybody right now. I'm going to disappoint you all. I, I am not even ready to disappoint you all the way I'm about to disappoint you. Listen, I know we talked about the importance of wife trapping, okay? 
I heard it here on the podcast first. And, you know, I messed it up in the past. And, man, did I mess up a solid wife trap this weekend. So I was talking to Scotland and I was going to be in San Jose with um, my boss after work. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to go to San Jose. We're going to grab like dinner and then I will. um, He was going to be at work. So I'm like, if you leave me a key to your place, I'll cook dinner for you while you're gone. And then you'll come home and dinner will be made. Epic wife trap. Not only was I so like nervous for this, I call my mom. I'm like, what should I make? Like, this is the meal. This is like the first meal I make for him. Like, I can't fuck it up. Like, this sets the tone, you know? Um, And I was super excited about it. I got, um, yeah, I got drunk with my boss instead. And he had to pick me up. Or he came met me for drinks. By the time he got there, I was fine. But, you know, I just got more like rounds of drinks with my boss and he ended up making me a pizza. So, um, yeah, I didn't, you know, I still look cute, though. You know, I still looked cute. But the first night I was supposed to make him dinner, I didn't. In my defense, he told me if I was having fun to have fun and not worry about dinner. He was like, I don't want you to stop having fun with your boss because, you know, you are, are you know, needing to cook me dinner. And I just, I took that seriously, apparently. And, it, it, you know, it's, just, it's not my fault. Like the clock was turning and I was like, okay, it is my fault. I'm taking ownership, but I'm just like, oh my God, bitch, what are you doing? What are you doing? You had one job to do. It was really fun, though. It was totally worth it. Don't get me wrong. But and the pizza was good. So (laughs) I also want you guys to know that this motherfucker told me that he cleaned out all of his cabinets because he like went through all of his shit because he knew I was going to be in his house alone. and He thought I'd be snooping. And listen, do I understand? Yes. Do I come off as a snooper? Sure. Sure, whatever. But I wouldn't have. I really wouldn't have. I think I just like I go underrated on my respect level. I'm not the kind of person that's going to go through your phone. Respect. You do you. I'm just I'm not I don't know. I don't want to validate at like or I don't want to. I don't know. What am I looking to say? Like, I don't want to break anyone's trust. I think trust is so important. So I wouldn't have snooped. I wouldn't have. That being said, here's the deal. Like, okay. If he was like a one night stand, you know what I mean? Like not someone I saw a future with. A fucking course I would snoop through his shit. Of course I would. I would totally be like casually opening drawers, just seeing what's up. Also, you're just looking for like, you know, knives or some like killer shit. You know what I mean? Or anything, you know, like having to do with like. I don't know. What if I found like a Joe Rogan fan club? That, like, no, that's not going to work for me. You know what I mean? I just when it comes to someone I'm, I actually want to like have a full blown relationship with, I'm not going to snoop through their shit. But a one night stand, that's game over. I have to get you guys good content. The fuck? But I wouldn't have. I would not have snooped on Scotland. Would I have snooped on Australia? Totally. But we were in a Motel 6. You know what I mean? Like, it's different. It's different. Um, Okay. Also, 
uh, there's a chance that Scotland's coming to meet my parents. I, I know. I know what you're all thinking. I know what you're all thinking. You're freaking out. You're thinking, can you record the whole thing? The answer is no. Um, I think he's going to meet them at least sometime in February, potentially this weekend. Not sure. Unconfirmed yet. Got to get all of our schedules in check. But there is a chance. And I know you guys are dying. I know you're dying to hear all about it. So like DM me your questions. DM me what you want to know. Maybe I'll, you know, I'll give you a full recap. If it happens on Friday, I'll give you a full recap next week. Um, I'm very excited either way. I know that like I was hoping for more of my friends to have met him before this. But, you know, whatever. Everyone gets to meet him when when they get to meet him. But yeah, very exciting. Very exciting. Also, OK, listen, we had to talk about poop. OK, and I remember I distinctly remember and hopefully, you know, I will I will remove the names from the story. But the, when the person listens, she'll know who it is. I remember one of my girlfriends being like, you know, I was hoping to not talk about poop so early on with my boyfriend. But then you talked about it. And so we had to talk about it. And I was like, oh, my bad, my bad. But at that time, I had never been in a serious relationship before. So I was like, oh, do does this not just get talked about? But I get it. I get it. I get it. It's like it's like the mystery magic of like girls don't poop, which I don't stand by at all. But I was like, oh, I I like this guy. And I don't want him to know that I poop. Never had that feeling before. But I was like, I don't know. I do feel like talking about poop is a very big sign of trust. But I just I wasn't quite there. And I didn't know. I didn't know I had this reservation. I will talk to anybody about shit. People call me about their poops all the time. Like I did not know that I could even feel like this was something I didn't want to talk about. But it was. He husband trapped me into me not wanting to talk about poop. Of course, he was like, what the fuck? Why aren't you talking about this? And this all came up because I wouldn't use his bathroom in his room because I won't. Like there's a bathroom in his bedroom and there's another bathroom. And I'll always go to the other bathroom. And he's like, why is that? And I was like, I don't want to like shit in your room. You know what I mean? It's just so embarrassing. But I have Crohn's disease and I get sick all the time. Like, you know, I mean, I know that the poop conversation was already thrown out the window when I talked about Thanksgiving here right here on the podcast and talked about how nervous I was to shit, which I didn't. But now it's like, OK, I see him a lot and I'm I get I have to poop there. I just never I never thought I would care, but I, I kind of get it now. I mean, I'm happy we're on the level. Don't get me wrong. I feel very comfortable. I I absolutely just like that about him that he wanted to talk about it, which is a very strange thing to say. I'm like, oh, my God, you know, one of my favorite qualities about him was that he wanted to talk about shit. But, you know, it's true. <laughs> it's so true. But yeah, I didn't know. I, I didn't know. I didn't know that was going to be awkward for me. I'm just like a different person these days. She's like she's too much. She's too much. She's a little simp. You gotta lock her ass up. Anyways, um, speaking of simping, let's talk about Valentine's Day. So um, what's funny is, is I was going to talk about, I got, went back and forth. I'm like, how crazy does it sound if I like talk about Valentine's Day, right? Like, but also I've never just like been dating somebody around this time. So it's like, you know, like, how do you know when you are supposed to celebrate together? Before I could even ask that question, I had already gotten a gift, which 
also sucks about the fact that he listens to this podcast does suck for this shit because I was like oh do I wait to see like if he was gonna buy me a gift and then I'm like bam I had a present and you didn't like you know but now he knows I have a present it's nothing elaborate it's very small but um I still did that and then I was like oh my god is this the fucking other present all over again like was this too soon I don't know I don't know but anyways I, I get I'm guessing just an assumption that if he's meeting my parents, we're on the level to celebrate Valentine's Day, which is fine, um, which is more than fine. Obviously, that is very exciting. I know we're not going to be able to. I, I already brought this up, of course, so we won't be able to spend it together on the day of. So I plan on having a very fun romantic evening with my parents uh, for Valentine's Day. Looking forward to that a lot. Um, but <laughs> we'll spend it together the, the Friday before. And OK, so this is what I want to talk about for I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry. She's getting adjusted because she's about to get heated. This is one of my least favorite narratives that exists in the world. And there's a lot of shitty ass narratives about women. I hate the one about sad bitches on Valentine's Day. They act as if we just absolutely crumble and open the doors to our vaginas to anybody on Valentine's Day. And I just feel like, I'm sorry, what? We are not that like, of course, it's not amazing to be like surrounded by couples on Valentine's Day and all that shit when you're single. But like I quite literally went through a breakup just a minor few days before Valentine's Day. And I still managed to have like probably the best Valentine's Day I had in years. I mean, granted, a lot of that was due to the fact that I spent my Valentine's Day with Ryan and Julie and they came and met me and we're absolutely having a reunion this year. And I'm so excited. Um, they they were my Valentine. But then I went home. I literally got dressed. I argue that was my first thirst trap. If you're a longtime listener of the I'm Sorry What podcast, you know what picture I'm talking about. And I might like recreate it this year for Valentine's Day because it was just so fucking epic. It was my absolute fuck you. This was like the fun time where I like posted this picture on Valentine's Day and I was like I'm obsessed with the self-love part of Valentine's Day and then you notice that like all the pictures of my ex were gone and everyone was like oh fuck what happened and it was like juicy as shit like that was baby's first thirst trap baby's first bomb drop like she's everything changed from that moment on and I'm obsessed with the person that I become since that moment and I feel like that picture launched an era and I'm not trying to be dramatic here but I absolutely am I launched my own era that moment and I think that the single bitches need to take the fuck back on Valentine's Day post your thirst traps and restart your fucking year in mantras okay we are not fucking sitting at home and crying all day because of Valentine's Day. Stop pushing that narrative on single women as if we're tragic. And I know I say we're and I'm well aware that I can't I don't think I can classify myself as a single woman right now. But I'm just saying that I don't like the way that single women are treated as if our whole lives are just terrible because we don't have something to do on Valentine's Day. Shut the fuck up. It's very easy to buy a vibrator and a bottle of rosé. I think every girl will be fine. You know what I mean? You're good. Um, granted, <laughs> I <laughs> that one's going to get me in trouble. Um, I, I, yeah, 
whatever. I mean, I'm I don't get me. I'm not sitting here like I'm not fucking happy to like have somebody this year and I'm very excited and I'm I'm very grateful for him and it's amazing. I just my my point here was that like I just think that we treat single women like they're tragic. I think maybe next question of the week I should just ask like what was your favorite part about being single? Let's celebrate the single bitches. Like it was a great time in life, you know? Like I mean I'm not, I'm I'm not trying to go back to it right now, but like I w- there was advantages there and I think that we should stop treating it like it's a fucking death sentence relax. Uh, anyways, everyone, I hope everyone has a wonderful Valentine's Day. <laughs> We've got a few weeks. Don't forget that first is celebrating Groundhog's Day. And also, I say that if you're in a situationship with somebody, just put it the fuck out there. If you want to spend Valentine's Day with them, ask them. If they say no, then they say no. And like I said, heed my warning before get a rosé and a vibrator and you don't need them anyways but I just think that everyone should shoot their shot because you know if you don't you'll never know you know what I mean and if roster choice number one says no that doesn't mean we can't lower ourselves down to roster number five for Valentine's Day it's fine it's fine (laughs) okay you guys thank you so much for listening to this podcast it's a wild one and I love you all so much thank you so much for listening to me in my silky pajamas and just having the time of, of our lives together. I love this podcast so much. So please, if you wouldn't, wouldn't mind. If you just wouldn't mind doing me this one favor. If you could like share this podcast with a friend, someone that you're like, I know this bitch loves podcasts or even like this bitch hates podcasts, but I feel like she would love to talk shit. This is for her. This is for him. This is for they. They Like anyone who wants it, like I just think that I... I think everyone would love this podcast. And listen, that's just me being a cocky bitch. But you know what? We need to celebrate ourselves. And I'm selling myself to you all right now. I just really want this podcast to be successful and to do this for the rest of my life. And I can't do that without you all. So thank you so much for the support you've given me thus far. I really appreciate it. I love you all to freaking death. 